Hello and welcome to Mr. President from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mr. President, starring Edward Arnold. The American Broadcasting Company and its affiliated stations present Mr. President. Mr. President, at home in the White House, the elected leader of our country, our fellow citizen and neighbor. These are little-known stories of the men who've lived in the White House. Dramatic, exciting events in their lives that you and I so rarely hear. The true human stories of Mr. President. Now, Edward Arnold as Mr. President. Let's visit him in the White House. It's evening and only one window shows a light. A study on the ground floor. We find ourselves in the corridor outside his office. Go right in, please. Some visitors for you, Mr. President. Hello? Sit down, won't you? You would think it's pretty hard to keep a secret in the White House, wouldn't you? Well, tonight I want to tell you a story about one of our presidents that shows how it was done one time and why. Now, which president was I when this story happened? <laughs> I'll tell you later on. But meanwhile, see if you can't guess. One morning, my secretary, Miss Sarah, came into my study, and the moment she opened the door, I knew something was up. Lieutenant Bill Randolph is here. Ah, uh, Miss Sarah, don't take it out on poor Bill. I have to let off steam at somebody, Mr. President, especially if you're going to box with him again. Well, I am, but only for a few minutes. Boxing is dangerous and, and undignified, whether you do it for one minute or one hour. <laughs> one hour? You overestimate me, Miss Sarah. You're not a young man, Mr. President. Hmm? Uh, forgive me. Certainly, certainly, Miss Sarah. It's not your fault. And you could be hurt. In the twinkling of an eye. Miss Sarah, we, what we do down there in the gymnasium may look like boxing because we wear boxing gloves. The resemblance ends right there. Even so... Uh, we I... follow your rules, Miss Sarah. We spar around only a few moments at a time. No blows in the head, nothing higher than the shoulders. And I've got to have exercise, Miss Sarah. 
Uh, just satisfy yourself and come down and watch us. Thank you very much. Miss Sarah, I don't want you to be angry. I'm not angry. I... You will be careful, won't you, Mr. President? Oh, of course, Miss Sarah, of course. <laughs> Did I hit you too hard, Mr. President? Oh, no, it bounced I... right off my shoulder, Bill. Oh, just, just never take your eyes off, off the other fellows, Mr. President. No, that's a good rule in politics, too, Bill. Every contest is the same fundamentally, I, I guess. You, you want to rest a moment, sir? Yes, 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 that's... Uh, phew. <laughs> you know, my arms get tired. Uh, can't you show me how to cure that? Oh, I, I don't think so, sir. I'm afraid this is our last boxing session. Well, that means your captaincy is coming through, huh? Well, I'm, I'm very glad for you, Bill. Uh, thank you, sir. I guess Miss Sarah will be glad, too, that there'll be no more boxing. <laughs> you should have heard her last week. I had the world champion heavyweight here to dinner at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> of course, sir, if, you, if you'd like, you could have another officer assigned. No, 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 I don't think so. Miss Sarah's really right. Besides, it looks as if I'm going to need all my time for a while for the Germans. Oh? Yeah, they're going to make trouble, Bill, in South America. Real trouble, sir? Well, I'm very much afraid so. The party in power in Venezuela refuses to pay its debts to Germany and England and Italy. And on top of that, they won't negotiate or even talk about it. Well, the Germans may retaliate by using force. What else can they do, sir? Whatever they do, Bill, we can't let any European nation use an unpaid debt as an excuse to gain a foothold in South America. A foothold? You mean land troops? I hope not, Bill. And it's up to us to see that nothing like that happens. It isn't going to be easy. Well, are you rested up, Bill? Yes, sir, you are. Right, now just another few seconds. <laughs> Oh, that was a good one. I'm finishing the place of glory, aren't I? Oh, 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 sorry, my my foot slipped, and I oh gosh, I, I caught you right in the eye, sir. Why, it's 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 all right, Bill. It's it just hurt for a second. Are you sure, sir? I lost my balance, and I I, I think we'd better stop, sir. I, I guess you're right, Bill. Mr. President. Uh, Miss Sarah, did you come to see if Bill knocked me out? A message has come from the Secretary of State. A squadron of German warships has just arrived off the coast of Venezuela. Mr. President, the German ambassador's in the ante room. Good, let's have him in. If you finish looking over the letters you dictated to me this morning, I'll take them out. I won't bother to read them over. You can mail them. Your left eye, it's all bloodshot, Mr. Mm -hmm. President. Oh, it's, it's watering a little. Well, did you get something in it? Perhaps I can take it out. No, 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 it's nothing, Miss Sarah. Now, let's not keep the ambassador waiting. Certainly, Mr. President. Will you come in, please, Mr. Ambassador? Thank you. Won't you sit down, Mr. Ambassador? Thank you, Herr President. Tell me, is it true that your chief of state has sent warships to Venezuela? It is true, Herr President. But there are English and Italian ships, too. I'd like to know for what purpose. As you know, sir, the dictator of Venezuela has been acting very badly. He refuses to pay his country's debts to us, England, and Italy. We must collect what is due. I assume, then, that your chief of state thinks diplomatic pressure isn't enough anymore. Quite so, Herr President. Mr. Ambassador, the United States objects to the presence of foreign war warships in the Western Hemisphere. Your pardon, Herr President. 
my chief of state will not understand what connections the United States has with this entire incident. In 1823, Mr. Ambassador, our President Monroe laid down a doctrine. The New World, the Western Hemisphere, is not open to Old World power politics. Again, your pardon, Herr President. My chief of state is completely familiar with the Monroe Doctrine. Then he knows what it means in plain language? The depends. Then I'll put it in plain language. It means that no European nation may establish colonies in the Western Hemisphere. No European nation may use force instead of diplomacy against an American nation. No European nation, for any reason whatsoever, may seize territory in the New World. I think that's plain language, even if you translate it into German. Herr President, you jump to conclusions. Our warships are in South American waters to punish this dictator. That is our purpose. Do you seriously think he'll change his tactics just because there are some warships off the coast? He may not, it is true. He will not. And your chief of state knows it. That's why I want those ships out of there. I cannot order that, Herr President. Further, Monroe Doctrine or no Monroe Doctrine, Venezuela is not part of the United States. You are not involved in our quarrel. Oh, yes, we are. I know your real purposes. You intend to seize a city or a harbor and set up a naval base. We won't tolerate that, Mr. Ambassador. You jump the conclusions again, Herr President. There's nothing wrong in that as long as I jump at the right ones. The United States has vital interests in Panama, Mr. Ambassador. And a foreign base close by would be... put us in danger. Now, do you understand our position? I will report this conversation to my chief of state in Berlin. And add one more thing. I am not trying to prevent you from settling your dispute. I only want it settled the right way. We should all get together and arbitrate the issue. I will report that point too, Herr President. I believe we have covered everything. Not quite. I want my proposal accepted within ten days. Good morning, Mr. President. Good morning, Miss Sarah. Your left eye, it's still bloodshot. It looks worse to me. Oh, it's nothing, really. Wouldn't you like to have Dr. Todd come over and take a look at it? No, it's nothing, Miss Sarah. The other day, Bill Randolph just lost his balance and his glove hit my eye by accident. That's all. That's all? I knew something like this would happen. Miss Sarah, there's something else more important. Has there been any word from the German ambassador? No. No, not a word. It was only been two days. I gave him ten. I suppose I oughtn't to worry. Mr. President, what if Germany refuses to arbitrate? And insists on using warships? Mm. Hmm. Well, I need a haymaker, Miss Sarah, and I haven't got one ready. A haymaker? Uh-huh. I, I mean, the German chief of state made the first move, the warships. I've countered with the idea of arbitrating the dispute instead of using force. If he refuses, I need something further. I need a clincher. A, uh, well, a haymaker. <laughs> Looks as if I'll have to learn some boxing language to keep uh, up with the situation. I'm very serious, Miss Sarah. In boxing, if you miss one punch, you've got to have another one ready. In international relations, if one move fails, you need another. Uh, they threaten to use warships, and I... Uh-huh. An idea, Mr. President? Miss Sarah, ask the Secretary of the Navy to come here this afternoon. Yes, at once. And at the same time, I'm sending for Dr. Todd. Dr. Todd, what for? Your eye, Mr. President. It may be serious. Oh, nonsense. Just the same, Mr. All right, all right. Mm -hmm. 
right, Mr. President. Thank you. That completes the examination. Uh, doctor, there's nothing wrong with that left eye, is there? That blow of the glove evidently ruptured some tiny blood vessels. Well, it'll clear up of its own accord, won't it? I hope so, sir. I'll be back tomorrow for another look. All right, Doctor. Thanks for dropping in. Mr. President. Yes, Miss Sarah. The Secretary of the Navy is here. Oh, Dr. Todd, finished already? I'm just leaving, Miss Sarah. I'll be back tomorrow. How serious is it, Doctor? I'll be back tomorrow. I'll be able to tell better then. Good day, Mr. President. Good day. Miss Sarah. Uh, Mr. President, shall I show the secretary in? Please do, Miss Sarah. And if, if you want to stay, you might see a haymaker in the making. And one more thing. Ask the German ambassador to come to see me the first thing in the morning. Mr. Ambassador, I take it you've had no reply from your Chief of State. Uh, had you not called me, sir, I was coming here this morning myself. You have a reply, then? My Chief of State does not agree to arbitrate the Venezuelan question. Then he intends to land a force and seize a city? Purely as a measure of discipline. For how long a period of time? That is hard to say, Herr President. Mr. Ambassador, a few years ago, your forces took possession of the Chinese city of Kyo Chow. Oh, your pardon, Herr President. My government has leased the city from the Chinese government. For a definite period. Ninety-nine years, I know. But I have no intention of letting you lease a city in South America. Ninety-nine years is not so long, Herr President. My chief of state sees German history in terms of thousands of years. There are a lot of things he and I don't agree on. And how history ought to be made is one of them. Now, Mr. Ambassador, I have another statement I want you to forward. As you say, sir. I repeat my suggestion to arbitrate. If it is not accepted by the end of this week and your warships are not withdrawn, an American fleet will sail for the same region. American battleships? More powerful ones than yours, Mr. Ambassador. Their orders will be simple. To prevent your government from seizing any territory. Hey, President, you realize what may happen? Yes. Well, the consequences may be terrible. I realize that. War, perhaps. Mr. Ambassador, come over here and take a look at this map. One look ought to be enough. Enough? Yes, here is the Caribbean Sea. The United States is not far from it. But here is Germany, virtually on the other side of the world. The Caribbean is not a favorable place for a naval engagement as far as you're concerned, is it? Our ships are already on the scene, Herr President. And you think ours are too far away? Well, uh... Mr. Ambassador, our ships are already close by, near Puerto Rico. I'll expect a favorable answer from your chief of state before this week is over. Good day, sir. Sarah? Good morning, Lieutenant. How's everything, Bill? Oh, fine, sir. I just came to say goodbye. Miss Sarah, those letters can wait while I chat with Bill a moment, can't they? I think so, Mr. President. Uh, come in. Oh, Dr. Todd. Good morning, Miss Sarah. Mr. President. Good morning. I, no, I'm early, but I was getting worried about your eye, and I thought... Your I... eye, Mr. President? The one I hit the other day? Oh, uh, Doctor, will you and Miss Sarah come into my study? Bill, you'll excuse us for a moment, please. Yes, sir. Mr. President... How does the eye feel? Oh, about the same. Excuse me, doctor. It waters constantly. And it's still bloodshot. Mr. President, I want you to avoid every activity that might bring further injury to your sight. Sight? Doctor, is the damage permanent? The danger is very real. The blood vessels have been torn. There's nothing we can do to cure it. 
Well, Doctor, you needn't be afraid of telling me the truth in plain language. I'm afraid, Mr. President, the uh, sight of your left eye will grow weaker and weaker until you lose it entirely. Lose the sight of his eye? Will my right eye be affected? There's little likelihood of that. Well, that's a consolation. Doctor, wouldn't rest help a vacation? I'm afraid not, Miss Sarah. Uh, Miss Sarah, uh, Dr. Todd, I don't want a word said about this to anybody. Of course, Mr. President, though I don't know how you'll be able to conceal it. Well, I don't want Lieutenant Randolph to know about it either, Miss Sarah. He must suspect already, doesn't he? I hope not. It was entirely an accident, but I don't want the boy blamed in any way. It would be unfair. But if it was unintentional on his part, sir, an accident... Doctor, I... uh, Bill would take it very much to heart, just the same, so let's just keep this quiet as long as we can. I can depend on both of you, can't I? Of course, Mr. President. Uh, Doctor, isn't it true that if one eye grows weaker, the other eye grows stronger? There's a theory to that effect, sir. Nature's compensation. Well, let's hope that that's what happens. I've got to keep a pretty sharp eye on a man who's over 3,000 miles away. the Secretary of the Navy. Oh, thank you. Good afternoon, Mr. Secretary. Mr. President, first I wanted you to know, sir, the fleet's entirely ready to move. I assumed it was, Mr. Secretary, and thank you for telling me. And there was something else, sir. A number of high officers of my staff are, are worried. Worried? Worried? Why? The Caribbean Sea is very small. Warships the size of ours maneuvering in a small space means trouble. Quite right. If it were only our ships and the Germans to think about, it might not be so bad, but... There are English and Italian, too. Of course. On top of all that, sir, there's the dictator of Venezuela. Purely in his own interest, he may provoke an incident that would embroil a lot of us. Then we'll find ourselves in serious trouble with three nations. Believe me, Mr. Secretary, I took all those risks into account. I was sure you had, sir, but may I ask one question? Of course, Mr. Secretary. Is the issue worth it? Whether or not Venezuela pays some debts to... The issue is preventing the old world from establishing new footholds in the new world. I'd say that the future safety of our two continents is worth any risk. As long as we make it with our eyes open. Yes, yes, of course. But I hope something will happen that won't make a showdown necessary. You can't avoid a showdown, Mr. Secretary. We're having it now. And there's another thing. This issue is so clear and so right that I know every citizen of our country would feel as I do. But the responsibility, Mr. President... It isn't ours anymore. It lies now in the selfish, grasping, narrow mind of a powerful European ruler. Keep the fleet ready, Mr. Secretary. If need be, we can go into action with an absolutely clear conscience. Good morning, Miss Sarah. Good morning, Lieutenant. I'll... Does the president expect you? Oh, it's you I want to talk to if you're not busy. Sit down, please. I, uh, I found out this morning I'm going to get my captaincy. I'm very glad to hear that. At the same time, I'm to be transferred out of Washington to London. In the embassy there? As a military attaché. The president will be delighted. When will you be leaving? Well, that's just it, Miss Sarah. I may not be leaving. What? Excuse me, please. Oh, good morning, Mr. Ambassador. Uh, Miss Sarah, do you think the president could see me? Will you wait just a moment, please? Mr. President, yes. the German ambassador to see you, if you're free. Sure, Miss Sarah. Certainly. Will you go in, Mr. Ambassador? Thank you. Good morning, Mr. Ambassador. Uh, how well you are looking here, President. Thank you. 
Last time I saw you, your eye seemed to be troubling you. Your left eye. Well, it won't be troubling me anymore, thank you. Mm, so glad, sir. Uh, once in East Prussia, I had a hunting accident to my left eye. Oh, you like to shoot? Mm, very much. Mm. For a time, it seemed I would not be able to shoot at all, but then I found I could shoot quite well. After all, only the right eye is important in shooting. And your left eye? It was better in a few days. I was very much relieved, Herr President. I, I... Mr. Ambassador, I beg your pardon, but... Uh, uh, yes? Did you come here for a pleasant chat or bring me some news? I have no news, Herr President. Only a repetition of the old. And your government refuses to arbitrate? As before. Your chief of state knows that our fleet is ready to move? I reported our last conversation in the greatest detail. Mm-hmm. Did you express any opinion about it yourself? <laughs> An ambassador sounds important, Herr President. Actually, he's only a messenger boy. Uh, you didn't say, for instance, that you thought I might be talking through my hat. I beg your pardon? Pluffing, did you? It seemed to me that you do not really want war out of this situation, Herr President. Of course I don't. But your chief of state now believes that I didn't really mean what I said. Is that right? I cannot say what he really believes. You know, once you start a haymaker, you've got to deliver it. I beg pardon. Haymaker? Yes, I was not bluffing. And I'm not bluffing now. We don't want to interfere with any South American nation, and we won't. And neither will you. The fact remains, sir. We still have our dispute. And I still say it can be settled without force. By arbitration. Now, Mr. Ambassador, I told you I'd wait till the end of this week before ordering our fleet to sail. I'm going to move that time up by 24 hours. Only one day more, Herr President, with hardly time. Hardly time for you to save face? I would express it differently, but my idea is the same. You've had time for that, and it's too late now. 24 hours, Mr. Ambassador, and our fleet sails. The responsibility lies entirely where it belongs, in the hands of your chief of state. I will do my best, Herr President. Uh, what is that word again? Haymaker? Haymaker. Grass margin? Heimer? I cannot translate this into German, sir. Yeah, but you get the idea, don't you? 24 hours. Good day, Herr President. Miss Sarah, the ambassador is leaving. Yes, Mr. President. Good day, Mr. Ambassador. Good day. Mr. President, may I speak with you a moment? Of course, Miss Sarah. Lieutenant Randolph was here. You didn't tell him anything, did you? He says his promotion is coming through. Oh, that's fine. And a transfer to our embassy in London. Wonderful. And it comes just at the right time, doesn't it? He says he's got to know if your eye's really injured. Well, who told him it was? He was in the room yesterday when Dr. Todd walked in, remember? Now he wants to report it to his colonel. He feels so strongly about it. Oh, Bill's crazy to do that. It wasn't his fault, but it'll... It'll make his record look very bad. Well, he might even lose his promotion. Well, I tried to reassure him. I'm afraid I couldn't. Now, he hasn't actually made his report yet, has he? No, I don't believe so, Mr. President. Then make sure I see him before he does. Bill, you're an idiotic young fool. Yes, sir. It was an accident. As much my fault as yours. You know, you've got a promising career. Well, that's not the point, sir. Yes, it is. There's nothing for you to report. I heard what Dr. Todd said, sir, about your eye. You heard nothing at all? Well, he said he was worried about it. Well? Well, if something happened and it's my fault, I'm not going to duck responsibility. Bill, very early this morning, I went over to the pistol range of the Secret Service. I fired 20 rounds, and I hit the bullseye 16 times. Well, only your right eye is needed for shooting, sir. It's your left eye I'm worried about, the one I hit. Bill, 
Wouldn't you think that if my left eye was seriously damaged, I'd be in the hospital? I, I guess so, sir. But I'm not, am I? But there's... Bill, I want you to take my word that my eyesight is as good as it ever was. Dr. Todd said it might even grow better. Better? Because I hit you? <laughs> there's one trouble with you, Bill. You're stubborn. Now shake hands on it and tell me you'll forget all about making a report. All right, sir. I'm sorry I bothered you, Mr. President. I it's only all thought... right, Bill. It's all right. Now, good luck, and be sure to have dinner with us here before you leave. Mr. President, the German ambassador. Mr. President. Well, Mr. Ambassador, I said to you once... An ambassador is little more than a messenger boy. I was sorry then. At this moment, I am glad. Can we get to the point, Mr. Ambassador? I am glad I have no personal responsibility for, for the message I bring you now. Your chief of state refuses... On the contrary. What? Our ships are being withdrawn, and Germany will submit the entire question to arbitration. Why are you glad you have no personal responsibility for this message? Hmm? It is not pleasant to concede an important point between nations. But, man, we've avoided a war. Speaking unofficially, Herr President, I think you have done more than that. Reinforce the Monroe Doctrine? That was my main idea. I mean, you have established a new and important point in relations between nations, Herr President. I do not think anybody will again use force to collect debts. Don't you think it's better if people don't die over money? <laughs> you will forgive me, Herr President. Americans are so naive. The reasons men die in war are called by many names. In the end, though, they are all money. You know, it's too bad you and I aren't going to live to another hundred years, Mr. Ambassador. Oh? Then we'd see which nation eventually becomes the greatest, one with ideas about war like yours... Or one filled with naive people like Americans. Good day, Mr. Ambassador. Mr. President, here's Lieutenant Randolph. Oh, I'm awfully glad you invited me here for my farewell dinner, Mr. President. <laughs> I'm glad also to find you in a jovial mood. <laughs> I've just seen the German ambassador, Bill, and I oh. feel so relieved. I, I'd love to go a fast round or two with you right Mr. now. Mr. President! <laughs> oh, I'm not going to do, Miss Sarah. It's all over with. Oh, I could find another boxing instructor for you, sir. No, no, Lieutenant. I believe the president's going to give up boxing. Oh, I'm facing a fact, Bill. I'm getting to be an elderly man. <laughs> I hate to hear you say that, Mr. President. Maybe you could find some other kind of exercise. Oh, I've got it all picked out, Miss Sir. Oh, really? Yes, jiu-jitsu. Oh, that's <laughs> wonderful, sir. Jiu-jitsu? Oh, no, Mr. President, absolutely not. You've got to promise no more boxing and no jiu-jitsu. Even if I let you take some lessons, too, Miss Sir. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. President. Not at all, mm. Miss Sir. <laughs> I, I take it, then, you won your point with the German ambassador, Mr. President. Uh, I did, indeed. Mr. President, did you learn just why the German chief of state changed his mind? No, but it's my guess the ambassador did figure out a way to say haymaker in German. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha,
You see, we did keep a couple of secrets in the White House. The young army officer didn't learn about the boxing incident at all. And the actual details of our behind-the-scenes dispute with Germany remained secret for many years. Both of these facts are entirely true. And they took place when Theodore Roosevelt was president and ordered Admiral Dewey and the fleet on a battle alert in the Caribbean. Now, despite the fact that he did lose the sight of his left eye, Teddy Roosevelt, well, kept it a secret for 13 years because of his fear that the young officer would be unjustly blamed. <laughs> and finally, in spite of everything, he did take up jiu-jitsu while he was still Mr. President. <laughs> so drop in again next week, won't you? I'll have another story for you about the men in the White House. Good night. Edward Arnold appears as Mr. President by arrangement with Metro-Golden-Mayer, producers of Cynthia, starring Elizabeth Taylor, George Murphy, and Mary Astor. Mr. President is presented each week by the American Broadcasting Company. It is produced by Robert G. Jennings, directed by Dwight Hauser. Miss Sarah is played by Betty Lou Gerson. Tonight's story by Paul R. Milton was suggested by two incidents in the administration of President Theodore Roosevelt. Music was composed and conducted by Basil Adlam. Listen in again next week when Edward Arnold brings you another story of Mr. President. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.